0: Welcome to the Catch Some Soulshine podcast, and I'm your host, Dawn Renee Beauvais. I'm here to share drastic self-care measures that will help empower you to awaken brilliance after life's darkest moments. I've discovered countless measures that help heal and transform you so that you can live a joyful, empowered life without feeling trapped in the past, without clinging to the opinions of others, and without fear of vulnerability in a community setting. I'm so glad you're here. So grab a cup of coffee because it's time to catch some soul shine. Today I am joined by Katherine Catterson. You can find her at KatherineCatterson.com and those are all C's. I met Katherine through uh, a group that we were involved in and we are both best-selling authors of the Creative Life book. Yep. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, Catherine is a musician, and obviously our podcast is Awakening Brilliance After Life's Darkest Moments. And she had experienced some very dark moments, and I read her section in the Creative Life book, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so good. So good. And then I reached out to you and you sent me a musical piece, which was beautiful. I have been trying to get her on here and here we are. So I would like you to share a little bit about what you wrote about in the Creative Life book without giving it away, because we'll we'll let them get the book to find that out. Share a little bit about that and, you know, tell a little bit about, you know, some of that darkness that you had experienced early on. Okay.
1: I am in section 41 of the first creative life book, and it's basically about overcoming anxiety in the moment. That is something, anxiety is something that I've struggled with pretty much my entire life. It's breathing techniques and how to push past it to get, so you can get done what you need to get done in the moment.
0: Yeah. I started doing some of that. What was it like you taught me the in for four? hold yep. for two, out for four. four, mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to try practicing that. And then my son was sick and he was in the hospital and it just popped in my head, breathe, breathe in for four, hold for two, out for four. And we just kept doing that over and over. And it's just crazy how something so simple mm-hmm. can bring you down to a place of peace and and stillness yes and get you centered to go forward yeah
1: it just pushes right out of you and it's uh, it's amazing it works so well it's helped me so much <laughs> i did mm-hmm. it today as a matter of fact so you
0: told me a little bit about you had obviously we all have dark moments right mm-hmm. some of us have experienced profound loss like myself but even if you don't experience death or grief there's there's tragedy and there's loss that mm-hmm. can put you into that place of darkness mm-hmm. and do you mind sharing a little bit about you know what you went through
1: absolutely I got married very young I was nineteen when I got married um, the first time and that was not the best of relationships and marriage. It was a very controlling, abusive, that kind of thing. And when we um, decided to split, my son was two and my daughter was six weeks old. When we split, he had my parent, my children taken and I did not see them for months. It took me a long time to get custody of them back. He had Kind of planned all that ahead of time. I got hit with all these things that I could not control. And with the anxiety and everything else, I just, I was too afraid to do anything about it. And so he had the majority of the custody after everything was said and done. And he kept moving them farther and farther away and was trying to move them halfway across the country. I finally, after 10 years, was able to get them back and get the full custody of them. I was awarded full custody on my birthday of all things, which was just amazing. To me, it was just the best birthday present ever. And mm-hmm. that was a long time ago. And they're grown and all of that, but it was really hard. I was in some dark, dark places for a long time because there was a lot of there was a lot of struggle with him and I cried a lot. I cried a lot. And it having that separation from your kids so much is really hard and driving two hours one way to meet and then having to drive back two hours by yourself and just crying the whole time is yeah, it was really hard.
0: I mean, I think about that. And it's not only the trauma of divorce, whether it's good or a bad marriage, that's Mm -hmm. still a really life altering thing. And then to have your children ripped away from you and having to muster up the courage to fight for that and not knowing what's going to happen. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. completely out of your hands. I can't imagine. I think that would be really hard and take a lot out of you. This whole premise is, well, one, you had to be resilient. And when you were talking about crying the buckets of tears, I did that too buckets and buckets. And I never thought the body could produce so many tears. But here's the thing. There's no way around grief. The only way is through. I truly believe when you've experienced something so tragic or life altering, and you've gone to that depth of grief and pushed through it to get to the other side, that's when the miracles happen, and you have the ability, it's a choice really, but mm-hmm. we have the ability to see life in a whole new light. In a way, as sad as it is for me to say this, it's a gift. I mean, I don't, not happy that I lost kids and grandkid and all that, but it just makes me laser focused on the fact that our life is a gift and every moment is to be treasured. What are we what are we doing to make it the best that we can make it? Exactly. So what are what are some of the things that you did during that time to one, get through the darkness because I know a lot of people get stuck. They get mm-hmm. stuck and trapped in the darkness. So what are some of the, we'll talk about some of the things you did to get through it and then we'll talk about afterwards later.
1: At that time, I did a lot of creative things, and a lot of it was simply to keep my mind busy. I've always been a very creative person in a lot of different ways. I enjoy a lot of new and shiny things that, oh, I can make that. So I was doing paper mache and things like that, and I'm trying to study and, you know, reading lots of books on how to do this and how to do that and just keeping my mind busy. And at that time, I didn't have a piano, which just crushed me. But I would come and visit my dad as often as I could because he had the, a piano and I would just sit there and play and play and play and not not even have any music in front of me. Just whatever came out, whenever whatever came out of my hand. And that was, sometimes it was five minutes and I was fine. And sometimes it would be an hour. And I wasn't done and it was just, he would just let me play whenever I would just come down. And and I really appreciated that because that has always been my biggest emotional outlet. Mm-hmm. Even my, my parents always used to say that they could tell what kind of mood I was in by what kind of music I played and how, you know, how loud I played. If I was very upset and very angry, it was very loud music and it was just, you know, and, um, or, and it was very just soft and flowy and, just everything just pours right out of me. And that's always been my, I guess, my biggest expression and biggest way to relieve whatever is going on in my brain.
0: I love that. When did you start learning piano?
1: I want to say it was like two or three, maybe. I've always been musical as long as I can remember. My mom Um, used to say that I would sing harmony to music before I could talk. And that's always been... Music has always been a part of my life.
0: You know, sometimes our soul purpose is evident from really, really young. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel people find that purpose or that soul yearning later in life Mm -hmm. because you found it very young. I think you could nurture it and lean on it and use it to Mm -hmm. grow that skill and that talent. So then, fast forward, you you traveled through the darkness,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then and you got regained custody of your children, mm-hmm. and and then what happened?
1: After that, things started to get better. Of course, every day struggles and things like that. Things started getting better. Things, the weight was lifted. I was able to have a place that had a piano and had, yeah. and was able to start recording music and and in the beginning it was all just a little you know a little recorder I would sit on my piano and play and then I would have to go in and try and recreate that in like music programs like finale so you've got all your sheet music and things like that and that was great and then oh several years ago my husband was like why don't we get you like a full-size Keyboard, a a MIDI keyboard that you can hook up to your computer. So then you you can record your music like straight in. So it's all right there with all your emotion. And that was like the best Christmas present I ever gotten because I have done more with my music since that happened than I think almost the rest of my life, just because it was so readily available for me to record it right there and have it. What are some
0: of the things that you do with your music?
1: Um, I have a website that I put that on. Um, I also have a couple of YouTube channels that I have been putting music into slowly. I'm putting it to some of my photography and some videos that I've made. I'm trying to rebuild, I'm trying to build that up a little bit that kind of tends to go to the side. I also have been trying to. Get into meditation music and things yes. like that. Yes. I'm
0: so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited because that is exactly what I was thinking.
1: That's. For yes. our little, our little project together. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Yes, I think it's going to
0: be great. Be great. <laughs> I know you sent me a piece of music when I was on, I had my little solo vacation. Mm. I just listened to it and it was so beautiful
1: thank you just
0: so perfect and and that's when I thought oh gosh I gotta talk to her because when something like that flows through you or comes out of you it's true you can tell when it's the same when I'm creating art I can Mm -hmm. tell if I'm doing angry strokes or sad strokes or happy joyous I mean you can Mm -hmm. feel that emotion Mm -hmm. in the art same with the music. Yes. To put your music to some meditation processes, I think is gonna be mm-hmm. incredible. Is music your only vocation or do you do do you have another job as well? Or
1: I do have a full-time day job. I mm-hmm. work at a tax firm. Learning I've been doing that a couple of years, and that's been it's been really interesting to me. I've yeah. never had an office job before. I've always been very active, so this is a whole new set of learning new skills, which I love to learn. I've discovered that spreadsheets are so exciting. I love the spreadsheet. I love learning everything about it. Just teach me everything. I want to know. I want to know everything.
0: And I'm still learning. I'm I'm taking a an art course right now. Mm. You know, we're always going to be learning and expanding and growing, mm-hmm. using that in the direction of our sole purpose. So. I find it fascinating that many of the creative people that I talk to, such as you, have other jobs, historian, writer, singer, accountant, lawyer. When you flex that creative muscle, it does give you the ability to perform better at your Mm -hmm. day job. I agree. I tell people at my job, I said, do you do any art or do you do anything creative and some of them say yes and some of them say, ah, oh, not really. And I'm like, oh, why don't you try it? Cause I yeah. really think it would be helpful for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, helps reduce anxiety, helps depression, eliminates loneliness. I can be the same with you. When you said I can play for an hour or longer, mm-hmm. I can do art for hours and mm-hmm. I'm not lonely. No, <laughs> I'm just in, I'm just in the zone. I'm in the flow and I'm loving it. And that's what creativity, it's really a gift that we can give ourselves. Yes. Do you sell
1: your music anywhere or do anything like that with it? I have it on my website, which I was inspired to build this website a couple of years ago. And I've been slowly getting my music out there. It can be a long time to get to that place, the anxiety and just the fear of putting myself out there. Oh, it's not perfect. I can't. I can't because it's not perfect. Oh, that's a wrong note or whatever it is in my recordings. Something I learned several years ago that made all the difference for me and actually helped me push forward was better done than perfect.
0: Absolutely.
1: And, and that's it changed everything for me because it's like, you know what? Most people aren't even going to hear that one note that's that I hear every time it plays, you know what, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It does not matter that it's perfect. So that was my turning point. And that is when I said, Okay, it's time to do something. Let's actually share it with the world and share it with, you know, more than my husband and my kids, a couple of my friends. And yeah, it's been so good. It feels so good to just put it out there. People
0: want the little imperfections mm-hmm. to know that it's real.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Same with art. I know a lot of artists are, not a lot, but some artists are really kind of fearful of this whole AI thing. And AI doesn't have the emotional connection no. that real art or real music does. It exactly. just doesn't. No, it does not. Keep doing it imperfectly. Imperfect action, right? Yep exactly anything else you want to add to our conversation
1: today never be afraid to try new things I mean I started a whole new career three years ago at like 50 I love that don't be afraid to change because I mean and I did a complete 180 I used to manage an automotive paint store I mixed paint all day and, you know, I went from that to an office job that I knew nothing about and they were kind enough to give me a, a shot. that has been amazing. You know, don't be afraid of change. Don't be afraid to do something completely new. If you see something you're interested in, go do it. Go do the thing because you're not going to know until you actually, I mean, you may end up hating it, but at least you'll know.
0: And the imperfect action. I mean, that that's so important for people to hear, too, because mm-hmm. how many how many times do we get stuck because we're afraid of making a mistake Constantly. and that doesn't move you forward?
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes. Better done than perfect. It's life changing. It really is.
0: We can use creativity or creative outlets mm-hmm. to help with anxiety, depression, get us through um horrible grieving situations and make life better and brighter and more yes. fulfilling. If you're not doing some type of creativity, please do it. Do it. And I will have, I will have Kathy's um, website linked in the bio, CatherineCatterson.com. Uh, you can also check out the ripple experiment it is ripple. And I intend to ripple art and creativities and creatives out into the world uh, check both of those out I love talking with you she said she was nervous when we first started but I think you I think you were fine oh, you thank shined you. Yeah, <laughs> thank was you. great so we will catch you next week on the catch some soul shine podcast thank you for joining me today with my special guest Kathy Catterson. If you think you would like to participate in some art projects, I am recording a project once a week on my YouTube channel, Catch Some Soul Shine. I do little exercises that really will help your mental health and your well-being. Creativity creates new neural pathways in the brain, which strengthens our recovery from grief, trauma, emotion and makes us a better rounded person. It's been shown to increase productivity in your workplace, no matter what position you have. So please join me on the Catch Some Soul Shine YouTube channel. Don't forget to like, subscribe. It really does help me get this out to more people. My intention is to ripple art across the world and soul shine. All right, I'll see you next week.